0: Good afternoon and welcome to another edition, episode 9 of On the Gridiron and On the Court. I'm your host, Kenny Smith, alongside my co-host, Josh Rob Scout. How you guys doing today? Alright, today we're going to get right into it. We're going to talk about, you know, our usual things with basketball and football but first we're going to talk about football but our special segment today will be about the ULL homecoming matchup against the Idaho Vandals on the football field and we'll also talk about probably the biggest game in the nation all across the football uh, rankings is Bama and LSU in Death Valley we'll also talk about that but for now, I'm going to let Josh start it off with some of the football
1: scores from last week. You guys some scores from last week of football. Week 9 was a very important week for playoff positioning, power rankings, etc., etc. So we'll start off with John Curtis, who defeated Rummel, 31-17. Ed in the car, put a shellac in on my Weenola Eastern Eagles 61-13 Ooh. Landry Walker continued winning Ooh. as well Defeating East Jeff 41-14 McDonald 35 went on the road to defeat the Meat Warriors 21-18 St. Helena one district with a win over St. Thomas Aquinas 47-0 That was a big win there Wow big shout out Zipped him man Riverside Academy went to Metairie to play Country Day with a win, 32-7. LaRanja Edge Salmon, 23-21. St. Paul's continued their winning, 41-26 over the Mandeville Skippers. St. Nog, the Purple Knights, got a victory over the Holy Cross Tigers, 34-31 at Zephyr Field last week. Dunham beat Christian Life 35-24. Josh Matthews, Tony Huey continued their winning up there as well against a district rival in Christian Life, Jacob Cabote. Higgins defeated West Jeff in a surprising one, 21-18. Lake Christian and Caleb Sampson and Nick Mormon... Defeated Springfield, 34-14. St. Thomas More defeated Opelousas, 41-6. How do you like uh, STM's chances come playoff time? Uh, they're in a tough division, it's a tough district right now, man, with Turlins Catholic, Karen Crow, St. Thomas More, man, those three. Or like the head of the division, right? Right there, man. It's, that's a lot of competition um, right. up top that division, and those three have been beating up on each other, man. So who do um, you
0: think is gonna come out with that district championship? Uh, I
1: said right now, Saint Thomas More, I give them the edge right now, man. Okay. Um, matter of fact, speaking on that district, uh, Turlins Catholic defeated. Karen Crow by one point last week 39-38 mm. uh, to giving them their second loss Yep uh, Yep Yes man Yes man Second half of the season is not looking so good right now for Karen Crow uh, well, they, they dropped a few within the last couple of weeks but they should be able to bounce back yeah, with the uh, talent be. that they have on their roster We'll see what they do plaqueman The Green Devils Defeated Tara 62-8 Neville Defeated West Washington 45-7 They now hold A 25-game win streak Over those guys Wow John Eric Defeated Boundable 27-7 Northwest, the Raiders stayed undefeated, defeating Church Point 28 14. They're continuing their good season. Hanville defeated H.L. Bourgeois 43 19. St. James defeated McMaine 33 7. Albany defeated Independence, 47-14. Scotlandville stayed undefeated, defeating Live Oak, 28-24. Barb defeated their rival, Soffer, 38-24. Destrehan stayed undefeated, defeating Thibodeau, 48-33. That was a good game right there, Kenny. LaGrange rebounded from their two previous losses to to defeat DeRitter, 27-0. St. Martinville edged by one point. Westgate 14-13 Ascension Episcopal In a shootout over Lafayette Christian 66-43 Jenna defeated Peabody 37-29 While Menden stayed undefeated Defeating North DeSoto 35-20 And LaVonia With a big big victory over Belair 58-6 So Kenny um, Right now um, in reference to those Previous games that we mentioned Some of them Uh, We're going to get into the next segment, which is the players who shined on the gridiron last week. Yeah, so uh, tell us about those players of the week. Slidell, 2017 quarterback Wayne Griffin. He passed for 350 yards and four touchdowns in the 36-35 victory last week. Um, Covington, 2018 running back Devin Brumfield. He rushed the ball 22 times had 176 yards four touchdowns also on defense man he had six tackles one forced fumble and one pick six uh John Curtis 2018 running back Marquise the Beast Albert man Kesey uh had 19 rushes for 139 yards and a touchdown he's bringing that John Curtis rushing attack back man He's bringing that rushing attack back, Kenny. That's what they need. That's what in, they need. Coming that's, into the playoffs. That's vital to their success, man. That's John Curtis has always been known for running the ball. So they have a superb one right there in uh, Marquise, man. Next guy I'm going to get into, 2018 quarterback from Riverside Academy, Jordan Lovin. in a big victory last week over the Country Day Cajuns. He passed the ball um, 23 times, completed 18 of those, 217 yards. Two passing touchdowns and one rushing touchdown. Getting the job done. He got the job done, man. Big victory for those uh Riverside Rebels. 2017 running back De- from Destrehan, Christian Mosley, had a big game against Thibodeau last week. He had 21 rushes for 265 yards to go with three touchdowns. 2017 wide receiver, Racy McMatt from Edna Carr, um, had a big game against Warren Easton. 151 all purpose yards, one receiving touchdown, along with a kick return touchdown, and that came at the beginning of the game. So he, um, and the car started the game off, man, even before they even got the ball on offense with a seven nothing lead over the Eastern Eagles. Uh, my next guy had a big game last week against a meat. 2018 safety from McDonald 35 Joe Fusha. He came up big last week When it mattered man he had an interception A couple tackles for loss Also had a, a goal Line stand at the end of the game man Stopping um, a meets quarterback Elijah Walker from Making a touchdown on a quarterback sneak To end the game he so
0: doing Whatever he needed to do to get that victory for his team
1: That was a key play in keeping The Ron Eagles undefeated Um Looking forward to their big game this week Kenny, we'll get into that a bit later as well um, My next guy 2018 linebacker from St. Paul's Taylor Lacoste Had two interceptions on two consecutive possessions With the last one Coming for a pick six uh, My next guy uh, Many have not heard of this school Highland Baptist um, It's around this area Kenny, um, in the Acadiana area Okay Trey Griffin had 316 rushing yards Wow To go with 6 touchdowns He's a 2018 running back And um I just found this out man He led the state in rushing last year In all classica- classifications Looks like he knows what he's doing on the he field He knows what he's doing man 316 yards and he's 8 a, TDs He's an underrated recruit six right TDs. now Somebody needs to start looking at him man He's putting up numbers He has a lot of production ULL uh baby. You are them. Sunbelt. See. Southern. We'll somebody man. Swag. We'll see. Somebody needs to take a There's look at it. There's definitely them, a lot
0: of talent in the state.
1: So with our next session, we, we're going to get into some guys that shine on the court. Kenny, what you got for us, man? All right, man.
0: I got three, uh, three guys in the state, man. As we loom closer towards the beginning of the basketball high school hoop season. First, to start it off, we're going to talk about six, five junior forward out of Madison prep. Kobe, Julian, He's a good up. He's a good all-around player who can impact the game in a variety of ways. He's a really good uh, playmaker. It's pretty solid at his position and playmaking ability. He can score from driving, shooting a mid-range, or from f- three-point land. His lengthy frame allows for him to contort his body around defenders and just kind of score within five feet when he's driving to the basket. He's always looking for his teammates in transition and in the half-court setting. Won a state championship last year with Madison Prep. Um, he can rebound and start a fast break on the offense. So he has that capability to really uh, jumpstart the, uh, the transition offense and he's just versatile and he has a lot of room to grow physically and in terms of his basketball potential. So uh, I really like his his game and this junior year should be a breakout year for him at uh, Madison Prep. Next we have Braylon Chason. He's a six-five junior forward out of Karen Crow High. High energy guy who can make an impact on both ends of the floor. Uh, just a hustle guy who gets after it on defense. He can grab rebounds at a high rate on the offensive and defensive glass. He's a good on ball defender. His athleticism is largely the reason as to why he's so effective and is such a presence on the basketball court. He's very raw as a player and he just needs to refine his skill set. Um, Right now, I think that's his, his biggest um, setback, but I'm sure with time and as he grows older and his IQ of the game gets better, he'll, he'll definitely be more well-rounded. But he's a very capable mid-range shooter right now, and he can finish around the rim fairly well. We'd like to see him improve his ball handling um, as he will probably have to play the 3 or 4 at the next level, and uh, I just kind of see him as that uh, stretch 3-4 guy maybe kind of a tweener but um he can definitely help a team out at the next level um and helped Karen Crow make it to the second round of the 4A state tournament last year so watch out uh for Braylon this year at Karen Crow. and lastly we have Kevin Norman who's a 6'5 forward senior from Peabody he averaged 17 points per game last year 13 boards two steals and two blocks all while shooting 41 percent from three-point range And that earned him second-team All-State 3A honors. Um, He's just a physical athlete, though, that can play on the wing or in the post. He's a high-motor player. He locks in defensively, and he's always playing with high energy. He's a good on-ball defender, and his help side D is very good as well. Uh, He's played on a loaded team last year that included three All-State players, and they made it all the way to the semifinals of 3A last year but he has that ability to just be an impact regardless of who he's playing with. Um, he can work out of the low block or put it on the ground and drive the lane. His strong solid flan- frame allows him to really bully defenders on offense. He has above average length and athleticism so he can really be a, a shutdown defender at the next level and right now. And he can pretty much stop an opposing's best, opposing team's best player with his, his pesky defense. Um, And he's due for a a very big senior season this year at Peabody where expectations are always high. So we'll be looking out for Kevin Norman. That about wraps it up for the on the court side of things. So now we're going to transition and we're going to talk about some marquee matchups as well as who earned
1: offers on the gridiron. Why don't you go ahead, Josh. Some guys that earned some offers on the gridiron last week. First guy, 2017 defensive end from Landry Walker, Kenneth Harton, earned an offer from Jackson State. The Tigers up there in Jackson, Mississippi. Next guy, 2017 place kicker from Ponchatoula, Carson Wilde, earned an offer from the Army Cadets. 2018 tight end from John Curtis, Glenn Bill. That's a big time guy right there, man. He earned an offer from the UCLA Bruins. So, he has a, a nice litter to pick from, man. Next guy, 2017 defensive back from Scotlandville, Marquise Britain, earned an offer from Southeastern Louisiana. My next guy, man, it's a big offer right here, can it? Um, 2018 defensive back from McDonald's 35, Joe Fusha, earned an offer from Michigan. The Wolverines, man, from the big house, man. So John we, Harbaugh. John Harbaugh, man. So, Jim Harbaugh, man. Jim Harbaugh, you said his brother, Harbaugh. John. Ah, uh, uh, I gotta forget. I, I get the twins mixed Jimmy up, man. Harbaugh, man. Um, next guy, Kevin Dominique, got an offer from the Western Kentucky man. That's a good offer right there, man. I told him he should he should be proud of that offer. That's a good one right there, man. So he's been waiting on some offers. Maybe that's a, that's a maybe that's the first of many coming his way. 2017 defensive end from Baton Rouge Catholic, Aaron Moffitt. He earned an offer from TCU. He's a current LSU commit. Next guy, man. He's been hot on the offer trail as of late. 2018 offensive lineman from East Ascension. Cameron Wire. He got an offer from Colorado State last week as well as UCF. The Rams. The Rams and the Knights, man. So, that's two up-and-coming teams right there that uh, he can give a look towards, man. Um... Like I said, first of all, when you're getting these offers, man, you gotta think education first. Definitely, because you to wanna... know
0: what can happen on the football field. One play could end your career, and so you want to be educationally sound so you have a you know career, yeah, a
1: backup man. career just in case something doesn't work out. So guys, um, when you guys are getting these offers and you have these schools in mind, make sure you do your research on their undergraduate programs. Make sure you do research on life after. What you Um, want to major in. What you want to major in. Um... Not everyone makes the NFL, man, that gets a scholarship to be on the college team. So, it's just something that you got to think about, But man. you can
0: use that scholarship to pay for school and to set yourself up for the rest of your life.
1: For the rest so, of your life, man. Not getting any debt as opposed to someone who didn't go to college on a scholarship. Exactly. If you understand what I'm saying. So,
0: just take advantage. If
1: that makes any sense, guys.
0: Take advantage of these educational opportunities and on the, on the gridiron as well and on the court.
1: So, yeah, Kenny... Big week this week in um, high school football around Louisiana. Rivalry week. Um, week 10. Playoffs starting next week. So, there's some big matchups, man. Starting with some matchups tonight.
0: And teams want to end the season on the right note before playoffs start. In- so teams want to end the season gonna be very crucial right game.
1: Teams want to end the season undefeated. With undefeated season. With a nice ranking for the playoffs. It seems as if we have a lot of
0: unbeaten teams remaining in... Uh, Louisiana tonight, football scene.
1: Not after tonight, man.
0: Not after tonight. Not after
1: tonight, man.
0: What's going on tonight? Because
1: 35 travels to the jungle to play Edna a car. Oh. who so been putting up 50 or more on everybody? They've been playing this season. Mm, that so, sounds like a good game. So I wish I could be there. I wish we could be there too, man. It's going to be a tough game for McDonald 35. I'm going for car. I'm going for car. I'm not going for car, but I'm taking. Well, car. I'm taking car. If I'm picking car I'm
0: to win that one. Get that, Pick up that
1: dub Some other games today, man John Eric plays Cox um, John Curtis plays uh, Archbishop Shaw That should be an easy dub for Curtis Karen Crow and Bo Shane That should be a good one Karen Crow needs to bounce back from that loss last week um, To Taylor's Catholic, that one point loss Remember we discussed that, Kenny Laronda travels to Riverdale That should be an easy dub for Laronda. They won their district last week So they're trying to get a win um in for some uh, Nice power rank And a nice A nice seed In the playoff Next week uh, Some guys are hoping To get some home games Man Home field advantage Is big Next game today, day I want to talk about Kenny uh, That I want to mention Rayville at Mangum That's up north In Louisiana man Some big matchups Tomorrow as well Rummel at St. Aug um, Brother Martin Plays Jesuit Baton Rouge Catholic At McKinley Hammond at Ponchatoula Fountain Blue at St. Paul's, Scotlandville at Denham Springs. That should be a good one. Thibodeau at Honville, a Meek Robinson against Anthony Puka Williams. Lafayette at Como. Landry Ooh. Walker plays West Jeff. Lafayette Como? Lafayette Ooh. Como. Should be a good one, man. Should Who are you a good going with? Arcadian I'm going to go with the Lions. Average. I'm going to go with the Spartans. Okay. I'm going to go with the Como Spartans. All right. Covington at Mandeville, Northside. Who's been having a tough year, man? Um, Sorry for him. Um, sorry for you guys. You got to travel the same time as Mo tomorrow. That should be a tough one, man. Hope you guys can pull it off. Upset. Woodlawn Shreveport uh, faces Menden and their undefeated record. Mm. Al Benny and Cheyenne Labruza travel to Emit to face off with Devontae Smith, Elijah Walker, and Devontae Lee. That should be a tough matchup right there. De LaSalle. The top ranked team in 3 8 travels to another top ranked team in 3 8 in Lutcher, the Bulldogs. That should be a big, big game, too, Kenny. I'm going Dallas De La Salle. I'm going that Lutcher, way. man. John Trey Kirkland, Al, Don Trey Davis, Gregory Clayton. I'm going with those guys. Hey,
0: represent De La Salle. Y'all make me
1: look good, uh, Bulldogs, man. Northwest at Port Barr. Port Barry. Port Barry. Port Barry. Northwest, the Raiders trying to continue their undefeated season. U-Lab, the Cubs at Donisonville. Notre Dame at New Iberia Catholic tomorrow, man. Um, That should be a big, big game. Both of those teams are top ranked in their class. Madison Prep at Christian Life. That should be a good one. And last but not least, Warren Easton faces off with the Lake Area Leopard Saturday. So, we're going to get into this homecoming week. Um, with Match-up UL preview. And the Idaho Vandals, Kenny. Um, UL comes in 3-4, 2-2 two two in the conference.
0: We're coming off of a 27-3 victory over the Texas State Bobcats. They're coming off of a loss at the hands of Appalachian State. They lost 37-19. I'm thinking UL is going to win this game primarily based on this stat alone. Yards allowed. Idaho allows 461 total yards in offense. Okay. That's horrible defense, okay? Okay,
1: that's almost 500 yards a game.
0: That's ridiculous. So our offense should definitely thrive. We should prosper. Elijah McGuire should... Just eat on the field
1: How many yards You give Elijah this week I'm
0: going I'm going 130
1: He needs He needs a big game I'm going for 130 He's not been having A good season This this year um, Mainly because of injuries And
0: They've just been Keying on him Because They've been keying on him Quarterback quarterback play Has been suspect At best So He
1: needs a big game man. Elijah needs a breakout game Towards the end of this season um, if being he, that he wants to try to make continue that, that, his football career exactly. So, Elijah McGuire needs a big game, man. I'm looking right now at the um rushing yards allowed, they allow 174 yards per game. So, man, Elijah should be able to get 150 on those guys, man, with a nice yard per carry average. Um, the receiver should eat tomorrow, Keenan Barnes. Um, let's hope Jamarcus Bradley returns Al Riles Al Riles They should eat tomorrow man Anthony Jennings If we can limit the turnovers Man we should have A nice victory we, It shouldn't be A close victory It should be uh, You know uh, A nice victory I think Being just need that a, we win By 10 or more
0: Just start it off With some simple passes Kind of get them In a the rhythm And then see how The rest of the game goes We want to start it off Right though For sure
1: So um, Like like you said earlier They're averaging 461 yards Giving up a game, we're averaging on offense 376 yards per game. So, um, and to and to mention, our rushing yard average per game is more than what they give up. So, man, we should have a nice rushing game. Rushing the cat, rushing attack should be on point tomorrow. Definitely. Run quarterback, run options, handoffs to Maguire, tosses up the middle, tosses to the outside. We should get it going tomorrow, man. So. They have a pretty balanced offense, though. They got a QB, Linehan,
0: who's passed for over 1,800 yards already on the season. He's thrown seven picks just as much as Anthony Jennings, so we can definitely uh, get in his head if we can get some of those picks, maybe rush them and, and blitz him, so we'll see what we what he's made of. And then, you know, in the rushing game, 133 yards, that's, that's definitely respectable. So respectable. we'll have to watch out for that. They keep it pretty balanced, though, so... We'll have to definitely be locked in on the defensive end.
1: We'll have to be locked in, man. We'll see what the ha- what happens. Um, what's your prediction for the game, man? Uh, I think it's
0: homecoming. I think we're going to have a large crowd. I think we have to represent our school to the very best of our abilities. And I think that's going to lead us to a victory. We don't want to lose on homecoming on our own gridiron. So I'm going big victory over Idaho. I'm going go to go 24-12. to
1: 24-12 twelve. I'm gonna go thirty to twenty, Kenny. I think we're gonna. I think we could put up thirty points on these guys, but I also think we allow them to get twenty points. Um, some mistakes on offense to give them good field position. Um, so that's why I say thirty to twenty. Don't give the defense too much credit with that t- twelve. Nah, nah, nah. That's your your opinion. I'm not knocking your opinion. Just giving them a little bit more. I mean, you were right last game when you said we would beat them twenty-seven to seventeen, and we beat them twenty-seven to three, which I thought they would score. It would be a high-scoring game, man. So, like you said, man, it's all a prediction, man.
0: We'll see. We'll definitely see. We'll be watching our Cajuns on Saturday. So, what you think about this LSU and Bama matchup? All right, now we're getting into the most important game in all of college football: LSU Bama at Death Valley. 7 p.m. night game okay. in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, with with the Tiger Tiger fans of LSU. Student section is going to be rocking. Stadium's going to be loud. The environment's going to be crazy. You have Bama coming in, who's 8 and 0, number one in the rankings, number one in the college football playoff rankings as well. Mm-hmm. You've got LSU, who's currently 13th right now in the nation. Big pivotal game for both teams. This game will single-handedly change things up, depending on how it goes in college football. I'm hoping that LSU can pull it out because you know Bama
1: is a power. They're just so dominant that you
0: you you almost want to see them you know take an L every now and then. And I think Leonard Fournette. Picking up steam coming off that victory last week, rushed crazy over at Ole Miss, just killed him on the field. Now we got a game manager in Danny Etling. We We're got Mal- Malachi teams. Dupree at the wideouts position. And then you know the defense is nasty.
1: What well, a defense has been playing. Tredavious well. White, Jamal Adams. They've been playing very well Under new defensive coordinator um, Dave Aranda Been playing very sound Disciplined defense DBU um, The real DBU Allowing 15 points per game Just similar to Alabama's defense But The thing about Alabama They execute Man they execute They don't make mistakes They tackle Their defense scores more than their offense Some of the time They so. get turnovers man They score more than some offenses in the country they have 10 touchdowns on defense right now.
0: They they are a well-oiled machine. I will give them credit. They've won how many? What, two or three national championships with Nick Saban at the helm? We're looking at potentially they've won, they've one of four. the greatest football coaches ever in Nick Saban. Yeah, man. So, they're going to come ready to play. They're going to come ready to play with the swagger and the confidence. So, those
1: guys pumped up against LSU. You can listen to what Nick Saban is saying in the media all you want, but for sure, he has those guys pumped up uh, in an extra gear to face LSU because it's so big of a matchup because of the recruiting wars that he goes through with LSU with each player each year. Um, So,. Man, if you look at it every year, the good players that either go to LSU or Bama, the most important players, they come down to their last schools, their last two charges are LSU and Bama. Exactly. So they
0: want to play that SEC environment.
1: LSU lost five straight games in this series. This is very true. Um, dating back to the 2011
0: season. It's the last
1: time. That was a long time ago. So they're looking for a dub, man. Uh, Lena Fournette, especially Jamal Adams. They're looking for a win against Bama. Um, I see right here, Kenny, that Bama allows 274 total yards per game, while LSU is allowing 313 yards per game, which is fairly close. Um, Bama, 70 yards rushing per game, which is first in the NCAA, while LSU allows 104 yards rushing per game. So what the game is going to come down to, Kenny, to me, um, is in the air and the turnover margin and who can get... Uh, a great Great field position Throughout the game Kenny I think it's going to be A low scoring game LSU... well, It
0: always is It's always a defensive game It's usually the score is usually
1: You know 12-9 9-6 When they get together Well you know Last year It was 30-16 to 16, So um, The score kind of Got up there LSU Had some mental breakdowns Missed some tackles I just don't know what happened in the second half last year game against Bama. Half. I just don't know what happened in the second half because they went into the halftime tie. So, Leonard Fournette didn't have a good game last year against Bama. Ruined his Heisman chances. Had 19 rushes for 31 yards. This guards. would
0: definitely be a Heisman moment if this he could have a, be a Heisman nice performance moment. on the field.
1: This would definitely be a Heisman moment if he has a nice performance against Bama with a victory. No matter how many games he missed so far. So, it's definitely interesting because to be start the season, you know, Les
0: Miles was at the helm. Now we have Coach O. Coach O. Who took over and is, has the team playing well. Offense is looking good. So, things are only up enough for LSU. We've come back. I believe Coach O is undefeated so far as a uh, LSU interim head coach. So, we'll see what he's really capable of once they face the crimson tide of alabama so it'll be a fun one for sure good good matchup uh i'll definitely be watching so
1: i'm gonna give my prediction on the game man i'm gonna say bama 27 13 Bama. i just huh? don't believe bama can be beat this year man they're too strong <laughs> at every position on that defense as well as they have Lane Kiffin on that offense, man. Calling, plays, every play, making audibles before each play. So, I'm, I'm going to go with Lane Kiffin and the Gumps, 27-14. Over I'm going LSU Tigers.
0: LSU Tigers at home,
1: 24-21.
0: to I really want to see what this guy Jalen Hurts is really about. Honestly, I want to see the defense get in his head. I want him to be rushed, blitzed. I really want to see what this true freshman Jalen Hurts is made of. He, this is the biggest game that he's going to play in his freshman season. True freshman thus Jalen far.
1: Hurts from Channelview, Texas. Uh, I don't think he quite understands how this rivalry is. This yet is huge. Until he gets in the game. One of, of the, the biggest
0: starts. rivalries in all of college football. Definitely the biggest rivalry in the South, as far as football, I'm concerned. As Correct. far as college football is Correct. concerned. Correct.
1: So. Kenny gave his prediction. I gave my prediction. We're going to end it right here. On the line On the court. Episode 9. Concluding. Right now. Um, I'm Josh Rob Scout. I'm signing out. K-Smith. Follow me
0: on Twitter. At K-Smith on hoops. You can follow Josh Rob. Josh
1: at Rob Scout. Underline. The
0: there it is. There you have it. Episode 9 in the books. We're signing off. It's been real. It's been fun. Peace.